You've got a tune of the afternoon show. Kevin Cole with you. It's KEXP Seattle. Just heard music from Band of Horses from their new one, which is called Why Are You Okay? Song called In a Drawer. Ryan Adams with uh, his version of Taylor Swift's Bad Blood from his uh, song by song take of the album 1989. Lord Huron with The World Ender from Strange Trails. And brand new music from Dinosaur Jr., a song called I Told Everyone. Again, it's here on the afternoon show. Kevin Cole with you with the Jayhawks live in studio. Welcome Yay. back to KEXP. Hey, Kevin. It's nice great having you here. You. Nice to see you. Thank we you. We go way back, don't we? We do. Minneapolis days. Yeah. We do. We do. Yes. It's great to see you. Always great to see you. I absolutely love the new album. Good. It's gorgeous. That was my goal when we did this record. It's like, how do we please Kevin Cole? <laughs> You did. It's, okay. it's so, so fantastic. So I can't wait to hear some of the songs live and uh, want to tell listeners as well that you are at the Neptune Theater tonight. Yes, we are. So want to take it away? We're doing kind of a somewhat acoustic version today? Yes. I pretty, see that. Pretty much acoustic except for the <laughs> bass, which is electrified. Everything else is acoustic. All right. The Jayhawks so, live. KEXP. So, Tim, you start this one. Storms and butterscotch, firewalls, forgive me nuts. Maybe won't you take a chance on deep? Just dug embrace to fall. Thank you. 
Jayhawks live at the Neptune tonight and live on the afternoon show right now. It's a track from the new album, Paging Mr. Proust. The Devil is in Her Eyes. Great song. Okay, this one's called <laughs> Lovers Healthy. of the Sun. Yes. One, two, three, four. Of the 
Lovers of the Sun, live here on the afternoon show, sounding fantastic. Gary, in addition to uh, your hair, you know, My looking hair? beautiful and <laughs> aging well, man, your voices have aged. Uh, <clears throat> just, God, they sound great. Yeah, the, the voices, I don't know what's going on, but uh, it's, uh, it's uh, getting to be able to sing higher for some reason. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it just sounds great, and the harmonies are amazing, and really yeah. stand out on the new album as well. I think that if there was one, uh, there were a couple goals on this record, and one was I, I just really wanted to take advantage of the fact that we have um, two great singers beyond my mediocre voice, but we have Karen and Tim, and I always, you know, when we'd play shows, people would always say, I want to hear more Karen and Tim singing, and I thought, yeah, you know, you're yeah. right, you're right. It's the Jayhawks live on KEXP, Gary Loris, Karen Grotberg. Tim O'Regan, Mark Perlman, and we have a new fresh face, too. A fresh, fresh <laughs> face. Uh, Chet Leister from Portland, Oregon, who we were lucky enough to meet down in Todos Santos, Mexico. And oh, cool. uh, uh, just turned out great. And, and Chet's just uh, elevated our game, you know, musically. Um, so that, I've heard, is a fantastic festival that Peter Buck curates, right? And I'm sure you've run into Peter Buck multiple times throughout the band's uh, uh, incredible journeys. Um, but Peter Buck and Tucker Martin produced the new record. How, how did that come about? Did it have anything to do with hooking up at the festival or just uh, something you'd been meaning to collaborate on and work together? No, you're right. It, 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 that he's, uh, you know, we've known him for a long time, but not very well. And I, I remember him showing up at a, an in-store in Athens, Georgia in like 1980 six or seven when we were doing a, an in-store and you know he's just a huge music fan totally, and, and yeah. we were you know uh definitely fans of his uh the band rem and um uh so when we were invited to play that festival um it was uh a year ago january was the first time we played and uh he just planted the seed and said you know when you're looking to make the next record i'd love to be a part of it and produce it so when it came time to um pick a producer his name came up and at the same time our manager jake grelnick was uh thinking of tucker martin and they both lived in portland and it just worked out great that it was uh, a, a really good team had they worked together before did they work as a team did you bring them together for the first time i they had worked together or just i don't i'm not yeah. sure or knew each other but they definitely they neither of sometimes that's a difficult thing because a lot of time producers don't want to share the helm it can get really iffy we had that situation in 2003 when we had uh, Ethan Johns producing Rainy Day Music but he'd he'd kind of have to answer to Rick Rubin uh, as the executive producer and that that was that was difficult, I think, for Ethan because he, you know, he's kind of his own guy and doesn't want to have to turn in his schoolwork at the end of the, the day. So, but this really worked out well um, with uh, with Tucker and Peter. Um, that's part of the reason I asked because I thought it would be it could be really challenging, right, um, without clear roles or ownership. Uh, you mentioned goals and bringing out uh, you know the vocals in the band uh, as being one of the goals. When you go into a project, do you have set goals? Like, Do you write things down? No, time? no. <laughs> I didn't think so. I, when I say goals, <laughs> it wasn't like I had this big, you know, 
pie chart or spreadsheet or anything. The, the goal came up uh, after you finished. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's what we were trying like, to do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, very cool. So you recorded in Portland. So you spent uh, a little time here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, how was that? Oh, it was fabulous. I mean, I think uh, there's a somewhat of a, a kindred spirit between the Northwest and Minneapolis. I think there's a, a similar vibe. Um, but uh, I loved it. We, yeah. lo- we loved it. And uh, I mean, I, we just had a great time there. I think it was a great um, Tucker studio, Flora recording and playback was just kind of, we walked into the studio and we said, this is the, this is the right place, you know, with the right people. Yeah. That doesn't always happen. Yeah. 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 That's what you wish for, for sure. Was there a, a different approach to recording the material or writing the songs? I think uh, this is, I mean, this is the first new album, the, the last album you did. I don't uh, count that one. <laughs> okay. So we won't count that one. So then it was probably eight years before the last mm-hmm. one. Well, I think the big difference for the writing was that I went to rehab and I cleaned up my act and uh, about four years ago. And so when I came out of um, rehab, I just spent a lot of time just getting reacclimated to the idea of, of liking music again. And, and then when I started writing, I was writing with no particular goal as we're talking about goals i didn't really know if it was going to be a jayhawks record or whatever i just started writing all kinds of songs um crazy experimental stuff normal pop songs and then when it became clear to me that i really needed the jayhawks and i had this great band and they were i was lucky to have them um God, I'm really sucking up to you guys today. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's true. And then I realized, you know, this was going to happen. And then we started uh, collaborating and rehearsing and jamming and all that stuff and recording it uh, in our practice space. And then I started writing also specifically for the Jack. So I think for some reason that just worked in making it uh, a little more free form yeah. than normal. It's a, it's a, as I mentioned, a, a gorgeous record, beautiful record. The production is amazing. Uh, some really cool experimentation. Uh, um, the song Ace has mm-hmm. just a killer groove to it and then sort of breaks down into, I think, what might uh, surprise some Jayhawks fans. Just interesting noise and uh, experimentation. Also, there's a little bits and pieces that come up that I was wondering if it was sort of you or did it happen in the... Uh, the studio working with Tucker and um, one thing I'm thinking about in particular is uh, Pretty Roses in Your Hair. As the song kind of fades or ends, there's some really cool there's kind of some distant drums and some bells and, mm-hmm, and birds. It just creates a cool sonic uh, I don't know, texture to the record. Well, I think that, that I, I hate to say, but it really was me because I had done a lot of uh, Recordings like that, those bells. Yeah, I live around three cathedrals or churches. There's a basilica and two uh, big churches. So every day there's all these bells. So I started recording all these bells and the birds, and then pile drivers and trains, and then you know little things on my phone, little apps like the Terminator, Theraminator or whatever. It's like a wow. theremin thing and little that's cool. I'm gonna little s- that. synth thing. Oh yeah, that's you want to irritate somebody <laughs> on the on the train or the bus. You just Excellent. pull that out. Uh, the the irritator. Some, yeah, the irritator. And, uh, you know, stuff like that kind of imported into some of the sessions. Uh, some of the demo stuff was actually put into the record and some happened in the course of uh, making the record. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of us uh, more than being told to to spread out. I think we we just kind of initiated that. 
So when you say, uh, you know, after going through rehab, just taking sort of more time, wondering what you were going to do, probably slowing down a bit, um, does, the, does the album title have anything to do with that, reflecting that sort of sensibility going into the record, paging Mr. Proust? Uh, yeah. You know, referencing French author Marcel Proust. Right. Yeah, the guy who could write like twenty pages about a cookie or a bath or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I to me, it's the the concept is that uh, uh, the world has become this thing about faster, smarter, better upgrades, updates, accelerate, you know, escalate. Everything's about if we just get a little faster, a little smarter, then we're going to figure it all out. Everybody's going to be happy, and what they're finding is they're rushing through everything and. and you know, the same old blah, 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 yada, yada, yada about uh, people have forgotten how to slow down and actually be where they are with the people they're with. And so, you know, I'm not perfect about that either, yeah. but I, I love Proust and I was, uh, I, there was a couple of friends who were traveling in Europe and they swore they heard Marcel Proust being paged in an airport <laughs> in Amsterdam. And I thought, I love this. I'm going to get so much grief for this, but uh it is. I've been contacted by the Proust Society. It's really? like all this stuff. Like I better finish these books. But uh, yeah, I think there's a lot. It's kind of a cry for help. You see in the cover, which I love. Uh, there's a guy looking at the camera, and it's almost like, please help, <laughs> help the uh, help because the world is kind of uh, just. Uh, uh, lost its perspective. Yeah, the cover is absolutely beautiful, and it's different from uh, other Jayhawks covers that tend to have maybe sort of somewhat a, more of a rustic quality to them. This one is super stylized. The photo is amazing. It's kind of retro futuristic, right? Which, you which can is kind of like us. Music. I agree. That wasn't really intentional, but I think uh, it kind of sums up uh, us up a little bit. That's the old Idlewild TWA terminal, which is now JFK. Uh, it still exists, but oh, it's, cool. it's probably from, I don't know what that is, from 59 or something, Eros Harinen, the ar famous architect. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just, uh, I love that cover. I think it's the first cover I've really loved on any of our records since Hollywood Town Hall. So, oh, Which is a great cover. Uh, Jayhawks live here on the afternoon show. The new album is amazing. Uh, Jayhawks playing tonight at the Neptune Theater and uh, live right now on the afternoon show. Okay, we're going to do a song off the new record called Come Back Kids, featuring Karen Grapperg on the OP1. <laughs> All right, ready? Drove out to Hubert Humphrey at five in the morning. And carry on bag and a Southwest ticket in my hand. You're waiting at the gate in the same dressing Past the desk clerk, she looked up from her book of work and she smiled.
before the door on the sunlit desk I bent and kissed you your neck swept up like a graceful sail caught in the Live here on the afternoon show. That was Comeback Kids. New album is Paging Mr. Proust. Again at the, uh, golf, oh, the, commentary. the golf commentary. Now okay. Gary is reaching over and getting his harmonica. He's uh, grabbing his harmonica stand and putting it around his neck. Just in case they're confused, disoriented. So we'll end with a, a nice song. It's a pretty little song. It's a what was that? Oh, yeah, it's you nice. betcha. It's nice. You betcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. So who was that? Uh, Bob Ross? Was he the that painter on PBS? That was, what a nice little happy tree there. Happy little. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Wait a second. Why can I not hear your guitar? Can you? Can you there you go. You're so in love with a girl, so much in love with a girl, running around in circles wide, you know it's a crime, no less, no more than a rose, no less, no more than a rose, try to attack Yeah. 
Live Stumbling Through the Dark from the 2003 album Rainy Day Music, their last album, if you don't count Mockingbird Time. <laughs> now, I feel ba- now I feel bad. Which Some we'll people count, we'll count it. it. No. We'll count it. I'm just <laughs> Sorry. I'm and, uh, blocking it out for some reason. <laughs> Comeback Kids uh, from paging Mr. Proust here on your afternoon show. Playing at the Neptune tonight, then uh, down at uh, tomorrow night in Portland at the Revolution Theater. Revolution Hall, is it called? Yeah. The Revolution Rev Hall. Hall, as they say. I wonder if the Revolution might play there. They're playing First Avenue. They are playing First Avenue, right. Yeah. And uh, the Fillmore uh, after that on Friday. Again, uh, the new record sounds beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by this afternoon. Thanks, Kevin. Always Thanks, good Kevin. to see you. Yeah, it's great uh, to see and uh, hear you guys. Uh, the Jayhawks live on the afternoon show. Big time thanks to Jim, Justin, Scott on video, uh, Alan taking photos. All that will be up on on the site. Uh, Kevin on sound, Matt on the board, and uh, Elaine, Nancy, Chelsea, and Larry for helping out behind the scenes and to all the donors who make all of this possible. It's listener-powered KEXP.